We have to talk about this one because this was a topic that I saw uh, recently being discussed. Will appearance fees still be in place mm -hmm. in the year 2025, right? Because we have appearance fees now. You know, yeah. people are getting a few grand. I won't say exactly how much I'm getting, but people are getting a few grand or more to show up to the tournaments. As you guys know, the basis for that is because there's a competition. So there's the APP and the PPA. Okay, we have Ryan Fu on the podcast. If you guys don't know who this is, that would be the opposite of surprising uh, because he is just entering the pickleball community now. He's been one of my closest friends since I was probably 10. First time I played him, I think I lost like 6-2, 6-0 in tennis. I'll never forget that day. Absolutely destroyed me. Uh, Ryan played varsity tennis at Michigan. Um, he started maybe not all the time, but we'll we'll say he definitely was a starter uh, frequently. And he was better than me at tennis. So that doesn't say too much, but it says just enough. And uh, thank you for coming on the podcast, Ryan. Yeah, thanks for having me. I, I believe our record in tennis is uh, seven and three for for me. Yeah, that's not good. So, and the only times I won, I, I'm pretty sure I made some tight calls. Questionable would, calls, questionable scoring. Um, bathroom breaks. Questionable bathroom breaks at very inopportune times for me. Oh, it was never an opportune uh, time for you. I was going to try to take – I was doing everything I could at that age. I was, I was a dirty player when I was 12, 13. You needed, you needed the edge. You needed oh, the yeah. edge. I needed the edge. I needed yeah. something. And, uh, yeah, I mean, so that, that was a tough time in my life, just getting bullied by Ryan in the 12s and the 14s, but now we're here. Now we're playing pickleball. Ryan, uh, went to university of Michigan. He was a, uh, he majored in media and now he's a guy who just, he's looking to do social media stuff in pickleball. He wants to be probably somebody who does a lot of the photos and probably he'll end up running my Instagram soon. I just deleted Instagram. I'm tired of it, but I'll be back in a couple of weeks. And yeah. uh, so he'll be, he'll be probably doing a lot of that. He'll probably be playing some pro pickleball also. So tell us a little bit about your, your plans for your, your professional pickleball debut. Yeah. So I'm coming out to Boca in three weeks from now, right now I'm in the great state of Rhode Island. Um, not not what you call a pickleball hub. Um, no. no, not that I know of. Uh, so yeah, been training down here a little bit. Not uh, going going pretty well. Um, but making the move to Boca in uh, three weeks and gonna be training down there. Gonna be right ne next to uh to James. So and Dave. And Dave, yes, gonna be uh, living with Dave. Think about Dave. <laughs> it's not that usually doesn't work out well, but I think you can, you know, you can handle it. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. the uh, The two nights I spent uh, living with Dave went really well. So, oh, did they? They did. Yeah, I, don't... Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. But, I don't uh, think I do. <laughs> in, in the Hamptons. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't that that went well for you. That's what you call good. I don't know, man. Oh, <laughs> I got different expectations. Um, 
So Ryan is going to be training in Boca. He's going to be probably a good drilling partner for me soon. Um, and we're going to probably, we're going to first talk about the TOC preview, the tournament of champions. It's coming up this upcoming week. People say my podcast isn't enough about like the pro game. It's not nerdy enough, like Anna's and Dylan's. My podcast is more just, I don't have notes. I kind of just say whatever comes to my mind and that's it. And we're going to change it. We're getting into the nitty gritty today because if there's something I do know about Ryan, he is a pickleball encyclopedia. He's a pickleball almanac. He knows everything that there possibly is to know about pickleball. He's probably watched like, I don't know, would you say a thousand hours of men's dubs in the past month? At, at least, at least a thousand hours, maybe of just your dubs. Oh, and I don't even play on center that much anymore. Not men's dubs, only no. men's. Yeah. yeah. So that's a lot. And uh, we're going to talk into, we're going to get into the nitty gritties because that's what Ryan's all about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm playing TOC with Tyson and I've got three more tournaments with Tyson before we are done for the year and it's going to be interesting because i'm playing the right side with tyson and tyson was usually seen as a right side specialist and i was seen as a guy that played the left but tyson and i got bronze in san clemente and i think we're going to stick that way i i told him i'm ready to put that starting server band on i'm going to play the right i'm just going to get out of his way not going to touch a lot of balls going to let him do what he wants to do and we'll see um so you know this ryan you've seen me you know probably in our friendship playing i'm playing the beta role a lot yeah you know i'm just a beta guy in general so how do you feel about my ability to maybe play the beta role to you know big daddy tyson i want him to take over i want him to do everything and i'm just gonna lay back yeah you know being friends with james for maybe 13 years now he's definitely a beta so yeah um I think moving to the right and letting Tyson, you know, take over, kind of doing his thing, you know, you maybe take a back seat, mm-hmm. kind of watch him do his thing. Just play that, play that, you know, secondary role. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, would probably be better for you guys. Maybe get some more golds. Um, I know. What uh, what like made when we used you... to go out? You know, wait, what? When we used to go out, I was just gonna stay back. I'd let you dominate. You take over. Yeah, yeah. You're always there. You're always there for the help. I'm there to just watch you go to work. And that's yeah. what I'm going to tell Tyson. Yeah. What what made you change? What was the decision? I don't think I was playing the left side well enough. I think I was, I think now I'm starting to get more dialed in with my soft game. I think I'm getting to the kitchen better now, but I had a tough time dropping the ball into the kitchen and I had a tough time with resets. I think my hands were always good. My power was always good. I just had issues with the soft stuff. And I think the transition game takes the longest out of anything. Like when I'm at the kitchen, when I'm dinking, like my backhand dink, dinking cross from the left, I think I'm as good as anyone. I feel comfortable in that rally no matter what, but getting to the kitchen was a little bit of a struggle for me. And it still is something I'm improving on. And Tyson can get to the kitchen really well. He can get us up there. And I think that that was a big thing for me. So for me to have success on the left in men's doubles, I need to be able to make 90% of my third shot drops and I need to be better on defense, better at fifths, sevenths, et cetera. 
um, because that's that's all that it is right now for me. Because when I'm at the kitchen in men's, I do well. I've done, you know, I mean, you know, you've done the stats on this. You've seen it. Seen the analytics. Yeah, I mean, in, yeah, yeah. at the kitchen in men's, I am right up there. Yeah, but getting to the kitchen is something that I'm not doing as well as anybody else in the top ten. So that's a problem, and it's kind of encouraging because it's like, okay, well, then that means I must be pretty good at the other stuff. If I'm not even in the top, hardly in the top 20 for that category. I think I was number 20 actually out of the top 20. So that means I must be good at the other stuff. So I'm, I'm, I mean, I hit like a thousand drops today. And at this point, I'm getting so many reps with Dave. I'm going to be getting them with you. I'm going to get you over to the kitchen line. You're just going to hit balls right at my feet. I'm going to drop them in and we'll see. But that's the thing that's got to happen. So it's all repetitions. Does that answer your question? Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, more reps, better you're going to get anything. You'd, you'd hope. You'd hope. I would hope. hope. Yeah. So we got that. We got uh, mixed doubles. I'm going to play mixed doubles with yeah. Anna, as always. Uh, we're yeah. coming off of four straight podiums. So that's great. Shout out to Anna. Congrats. She, congrats. Yeah. yeah, she is the reason, uh, 90% of it, why I have... I'm tied for the second most medals in mixed with Riley. And I don't know if I'm better at mixed than Riley. So thank you to Anna for that. And um, things have been good. So we'll see how that goes. There's some interesting partnerships. Um, Jesse Irvin and Riley Newman are playing together. They're the one seeds. Anna and I are the two seeds. Tyson and Catherine are the three seeds. And thankfully, I was hoping this before the draw. I was like, please, if, because those are the three teams that I saw as the toughest teams. I could be wrong. I mean, obviously Thomas and Viv are right up there too. Yeah. I was hoping Anna and I would be on the opposite side of the draw and we were, so we're on the bottom. Tyson and Catherine are going to be playing Jesse and Riley in the semis. If everything goes well, who do you think is favored? Cause I know you've watched a lot of that matchup yeah. or not that matchup. Cause it's new, but you've seen a lot of Riley against Tyson and Catherine. How do you think that's going to go with Jesse? Now, who do you see making that Sunday um, on that half of the draw? You know, I'm going to have to go with Tyson and Catherine. Just, really? uh, yeah, you know, just from what I've seen, I just have, I have a feeling, I feel like uh, they've been gelling recently. And um, it's true. So, you know, he is your partner right now. So I got to go with the, the fan favorite. Um, He's the fan favorite. <laughs> he is. Yeah. What, what happens if you play him though? Is that a mental battle? <laughs> <laughs> it's really not. I mean, there's always, I don't think there's anything special um, or unspecial about playing anybody. Um, I think playing Anna was a little different, but outside of that, it wasn't really anything. Um, Did she beat I, you? I beat her the last time we played. Actually, okay. the last two times we played, but that's not the biggest. Okay, that's okay. not what we're talking about. Here. Getting we off topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Anna's running in. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> But before that, he never beat me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just got better at a higher rate. So, yeah. Tyson. Ryan's asking me, why have I been losing to Tyson? Reason number one, Tyson is a great player. Tyson's been playing well. I think he's playing better now than he was in January. And I think he's playing better now than he was than I've ever seen him play. I've watched a ton of it. And I think he's getting more confident in being aggressive, speeding the ball up. Um, he wasn't known for his hands, but I don't think that's a reason why you can't be aggressive if you're a good initiator. 
So yeah. I think he's a great initiator off the bounce on his forehand side. He can he can poke the backhand out of the air and he can get a lot of people. So when it comes to purely just countering the ball, that's not a strong suit. But if he's playing, especially in mixed, right, where it's it's aggression, you want to take the initiative, you want to do what you can. I think he's playing great mixed. So if we play them in the final, you know, I, I don't know because Jesse and Riley is a really tough team. I, I might still rather play Tyson and Catherine in the final than Jesse and Riley because Jesse and Riley, Riley is a really good mixed player. And so is Jesse. Jesse hasn't had the results lately, but she hasn't played with Riley lately. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but there's another interesting matchup in, in the quarters, which is obviously if both teams get there. Uh, Leah Jansen and Federico Staxrud versus Thomas Wilson and Vivian David. I know you've seen a ton of Thomas and Viv, but you haven't, yeah. as none of us have really got to see a lot of Leah and Federico. Um, Thomas and Viv are the three seed. Leah and Fed are kind of on the rise. I think both of their mixed games are on the rise. What are your thoughts on that matchup? Yeah, you know, like like you said, I've seen a lot of Thomas and Viv. So, um, <laughs> you know, those guys higher seed i mean you have to put them at the favorite but i don't know i mean also when you're playing in the earlier rounds of the tournament i feel like those are the times to take out the the higher seeds you know for sure um i mean same thing in tennis like you get a seed first round that's that's the time to take them out because mm -hmm. um, they're a little tight you know no. they're expecting to win they're like oh first round they're not warmed up yet that that's mm -hmm. when that's when you take them out. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think? I think I think Thomas and Viv will win, but I'm I'd be surprised uh, if it isn't really competitive. Leia yeah. and Federico have been playing really well. They almost took out the Newmans last weekend, and I've been really impressed with them. So I think Federico's hitting the ball way harder. Uh, Leia's making a lot more. You know, she's getting more consistent. It seems by the day. That's going to be a tough team. That's not a team anybody wants to face early, I think. Uh, so let's talk about some of these men's teams that I like. Dylan Frazier and Andre Diescu. Yeah. That's one where, you know, that's going to be a tough team to actually beat because they're not going to give you anything. Andre's so solid. I'm thinking Andre's going to play the left and Dylan's going to play the right unless anything changes. Um, but they used to have a ton of success on the APP last year. For those who don't remember, they took out JW and Deckel in the finals of APP Chicago in September. They have had a lot of success, so they're not a new team. They're familiar with each other, and that's actually who Tyson and I would play in the quarters if we get there, so that'll be tough. But um, I would say that's a team that I like, and mm -hmm. I am interested to see how they do. I like to see how Dylan does when he's not with JW. Yeah. And so that'll be something to look out for. Outside of that, um, Anna Bright is playing with Tyra Black. Wow. So okay. what do you think about, because that's a firepower heavy team. I mean, a lot of power, a lot of hand speed there. Uh, what are your thoughts on that team? Can they get the gold? Is Tyra ready to get golden women's? Well, Anna is listening to what I'm saying right now. So I'm going to say yes. Okay. 100% their favorite. Very smart. It's going to be there it's going to be Tyra's first gold um and it's just going to be easy for them. That's uh that okay. that's wow. My... You hear that, Anna? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me uh, ask you about <laughs> Let me ask... <laughs> Yeah. 
let me ask you about this because this is one of the biggest reasons why you want to come into pickleball as a profession, not just to be a pro, but to do this, you know, social media. Yeah. Um, you want to start running people's social medias. There's somebody named Chanel. She currently runs my social media. She does a great job. She runs JW and Georgia social media. Same thing with Anna's Paris's. Um, yeah. I know you liked Paris's Instagram, as you told me before, and you, you know, you enjoyed the content, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And I think it's, uh, it's very helpful to have somebody yeah. running social media. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that? How are you going to approach that? Do you want a big client base? Um, are you looking to do, you know, are you going to be taking photos of players at the tournaments? Are you going to be writing the captions? Can I delete my social media and hand it over to you? Like, what is your pitch? What's your plan? Yeah. No, so I've been doing media for pretty much since instagram came out for us was what like sixth grade yeah super early Mm -hmm. um and then yeah so i got my degree in media from michigan and then yeah so i've just been running um some socials on the side for right now as i've been in school but yeah coming down there i'm hoping to kind of build a client base and um run their socials like if you want to give it to me i will do photos comments you can delete it you don't even have to know what's going on you know <laughs> that's what i want to hear um yeah you don't even need the app you don't need to worry about all these people dming you because i know you know everyone's dming james no i'm actually getting no dms that. no dms from women no DMs. i get dms from men no no from men yeah did, what yeah. did you think of that? oh good just making sure just making sure okay and is not even in the room by the way this is just the truth oh yeah no i know this is the truth i wouldn't lie about but that's that. how i like it i want men in my dms yeah um i like men they're they're good people okay and we're getting off topic again sorry okay okay but yeah no um i'm hoping to start out with a few uh few clients do some work with them and then hopefully just build build the base you know um because obviously it was my major i i really love to do that on the side um obviously i'll be training out there too doing I'll be within the community. So I feel like it'll be easy. I start going to the tournaments. I can take pictures of them at the tournaments, run their socials out there. I mean, all in one, like that's a pretty good um, business model, if you'll say. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think it's a good idea. I really do. I think having somebody who's playing the pro tournaments, who knows what's going to be going on, which you will be, having that person run your social media, I think it's going to be a a big advantage. I think it's going to be easier and I wouldn't be surprised if you're running my social media in like two months. Sorry, Chanel. Uh, but <laughs> we'll see. So, um, yeah, I think that's going to be good. Just wanted to give you a shout out in that respect, because I think that's going to be very helpful for a lot of people. So we have to talk about this one because this was a topic that I saw uh, recently being discussed. Will appearance fees still be in place mm-hmm. in the year 2025 right because we have appearance fees now you know people are getting a few grand i won't say exactly how much i'm getting but people are getting a few grand or more to show up to the tournaments as you guys know the basis for that is because there's a competition so there's the app and ppa is it really a competition no but it's technically there is a competition there and that's why the ppa got all of the best players because they signed into appearance fees and guaranteed money etc but in two years when 
let's say there is no more competition. Let's say the APP ceases to exist, which I'm not saying it will happen, but hypothetically, if there is just one tour, a monopoly, yeah. as is shown in every other professional sport, the NFL is a monopoly, the NBA is a monopoly, Major League Baseball is a monopoly, NHL. et cetera, NHL. Yeah. It's all basically a monopoly. You can go <laughs> play basketball in China. Good luck. Have fun. Dwight, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's not, you know, it's wow. it's a monopoly. And I think naturally the progression should be that pickleball will follow in those footsteps. So if that's the case, why would the PPA be play, paying players appearance fees if the players are voluntarily showing up anyway yeah. for the chance at winning prize money? That's it, the concern. Yeah, I think if I had to make a guess, in two years there will not be appearance fees anymore if everything goes according to what you're saying, because for one, it's taking money away from lower level players at these tournaments, right? Good point. So yeah, that's a good point. It's harder for these lower ranked players to make money because the podium players are obviously the ones getting the appearance fees in the first place because they're contracted. Yep. So two years from now, as the sport continues to grow, I mean, obviously, hopefully there's more money in the sport and they don't need if it's a monopoly they don't need to pay the appearance fees they could just increase the money for nice. the prize money but maybe they just do both i know i <laughs> hope so increase the, maybe they increase the prize money and they increase the appearance fees i hope so i hope there's like a live pickleball tour you know yeah. saudi arabia yeah. comes in offers me 500k i'm out. see you connor i'm out Give me yeah. the money. Yeah. Uh, that's what I hope happens. Do I think that's going to happen? No. So I when think, hope. yeah, I hope, I hope. Yeah. But, you know, I think what's probably going to happen is gambling is going to come in. And I think that will make it so that the prize money goes up and the appearance mm -hmm. fees are probably going to go away. Because if you're actually going to do gambling, which the PPA has said they're going to do for a while, still hasn't happened, that's okay. I know things take time. If that's going to happen, then the appearance fees, there's no real need for them, obviously. And the prize money needs to go up because yeah. if I'm playing against you and the winner of our bronze medal match makes an extra 600 or $700, but then Dave comes to me and says, Hey, James, if you tank this match, I'll give you 50 K. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. But it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's just leave it at that, right? Yeah. Like, okay. it's not easy, not easy to make that choice. Actually, it is easy to make that it choice. Is. It's it really, easy. really yeah. an easy choice. And that's not good. So yeah. I'm not saying that the prize is going to skyrocket to some astronomical level. But I think that the prize money should go up. Maybe if there's not any more appearance fees, then there's the space for the, I mean, I, I'm not going to go into the specifics of how much is actually being paid in appearance, but it's more than yeah. enough to hopefully in two years, we can five X the prize money. So right now, if you win a PPA, the prize money is $4,000. If you make $20,000 or $25,000, now we're getting to the range where it's respectable enough, where not everybody's throwing their matches for gambling. Yeah. Are some people? Probably. 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 But, it's uh, that's that's the thing you know i don't really know I and mean, that's that's definitely some some iffy territory yeah. and i think it's going to be tough to police because i haven't even thought about that because a lot of the tournaments are in vegas <laughs> 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 i 
<laughs> yeah, it's I mean it's it's gonna be uh now yeah, now Ryan's thinking like, oh, this is a this is a good oh, idea. Okay. I can uh, make some make some cash here. <laughs> so that's that's what I'm a little bit concerned with. And um we'll see. But uh what are your so you've already given me your thoughts on that. I guess the next thing and the last thing that we're gonna talk about is there's been some discussion on King of the Court, Tyler and Jimmy's pod. I just went on their pod. It's awesome. Tyler's great. Um, Jimmy's still learning. And what I think is really interesting is they talked about agents. They mm -hmm. said that agents are generally taking advantage of the players. Yeah. Um, they're taking these huge fees, you know, 20%, 25% fees. And most of them are D or D minus players. They're not the best at their job. They're not, you know, the Ryan Foo of social media. They're the James Ignatowicz of social media. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. That's what they're, that's what I'm being told. So I guess I think at the top it's necessary, right? Mm -hmm. Like Ben, you got to have an agent. Usually Annalie, you've got to have an agent. I think even all the way down to like somebody like me, for me, the agent has been super helpful. Shout out yeah. to Josh. Very helpful for me. But when you get down to that territory of like the 30th best player, um, that's where it doesn't really, in my opinion, make sense to have an agent. So this is sort of a two-part question. When you start to come into the game, at what point will you look to have an agent? Do you think having an agent at you know the ranking of 25 is actually helpful, necessary? Yeah, so for the first question, at the beginning, definitely will not be looking for an agent. Um, I'll be your agent, actually. You'll be my agent. Um, mm -hmm. As I progress through the levels, Mm -hmm. I think there comes a point where you look at it and you say, do you have the potential to be a James Ignatowicz of Pickle? <laughs> if you do, a lot of people do. <laughs> a lot of people do. So, yeah. no, a lot of people don't. So, I mean, is it is it reasonable to be paying someone uh, that amount of money when you're not making that much in the first place, like, is that really going to take you to the next level? Probably not. Um, mm -hmm. But if you're on the rise, maybe you get a few deals, you're making money, you're too busy to deal with all this stuff, like you need someone, then maybe it is. But I don't know. I think you'd know more of like the exact ranking like level where that would kind of start to be a gray area, you know? Yeah, I think you know, there was one quote that Tyler... Loon said, which was that certain players like on this pro tour, when you get down to like the you know 30s, I don't know the specific ranking. I don't think he mentioned a specific ranking, but they're mm -hmm. living paycheck to paycheck. And yeah. then Zane Navratil said, well, why don't they go teach lessons? You can teach a lesson for a hundred an hour easily. There's no coaches in pickleball because everybody's been playing for two years. If yeah. you've been playing pickleball for longer than two or three years, uh, you're not normal, right? Like, like who was doing it like five years ago? Gym teachers. <laughs> Yeah, that's like what? what were, that's a great question. Like, what were the people? You know, you look at these legacy players, right? Like, I don't want to call it like Ben, Colin, Kyle Yates, like these guys that were playing pickleball, traveling the country professionally eight years ago when the prize money was less than the plane ticket that you paid to come play. They really love the game. I guess so. Like, how did they got? They don't get made fun of for that a little. Somebody's got to make fun of these guys because that's not. It's got to you know, be you. I'm gonna have to do it. Everybody's like, oh, the legacy players. Look at the soft game. 
It's like, wait a second. I mean, these guys are, are not normal. <laughs> That's not a normal thing to be doing. Like Nunnery is a great guy, but he's out there. I mean, Adam Stone, these guys, the It Feels Right podcast guys, they need to be, I need to get on that podcast and ask them, like, what was the motivation? Seven They've been soft for, for a decade. Yeah, they've, it's just not. That's what I'm saying. It's like being soft. I have. I would have had no interest. I mean, the new people. Okay, there's money to be made now. There's things to be done. It makes sense to come in. It makes sense for you to come in, or me to come in, or Federico, Paris, whatever. But eight years ago, I don't know what these guys were up to. There might have. It might have been some sort they of. They really. They really saw the vision. They were looking. <laughs> I don't think that's what it was. Yeah. I don't know if they saw the vision. I think they just. I don't know what it was. Money laundering scheme. It was know. some weird stuff going on back then. Um, I feel like that's a great way to end this podcast. I feel like yeah. uh, with that's the question, about, what were they doing? Yeah, what were the legacy players yeah. doing six years ago with their lives? 